0: Hello and welcome to a podcast. I know there's not been one for a week and a day and it's because I've been a bit ill and you can still hear it. I thought I'd take a few days off until my voice gets back to normal and uh, I don't think it ever will. This is the new me. Nasal, like I'm doing some advert for tunes from the 80s. Do you remember tunes? In fact, you know what, I work in commercial radio. That's the kind of nostalgia-based question I should ask on air. That stuff plays well. Anyway, so we did a radio show earlier today and it sounded an awful lot in parts like this. Oh, before we go any further on today's show, I need to ask you something. Please don't tell me what happened in the football on Saturday night. I've recorded it. I've not watched it yet. I've managed to avoid finding out the results. I've got a good feeling. i got a good feeling. Anyway, I'm going to get home today and watch it. I've got a good feeling about us because it's not like England to suddenly drop out as soon as the nation starts to get hope. No, we're fine. We're fine. Anyway, uh, on the show today we will be talking about birds, not like that, come on girl. Advent calendars are in the news, Um, potatoes are in the news, it's quite a lot of Christmassy theme to this because, well, it's beginning to look a lot like the 12th of December. The 12th day of Christmas, is that how that works? No, apparently not. So all of that lies ahead of us like a show. Are we ready for an adult conversation, not like that kind of adult, like adult education, not entertainment, you know what I mean? Um, about advent calendars. There's advent calendar news in the news. Climate change could kill off the chocolate advent calendar, according to an expert, Uh, this chocolate expert, Angus Kennedy. And it says here, dubbed the real-life Willy Wonka. There's as a little sidebar. You don't want to be the real-life Willy Wonka, do you? Someone who's famous for pretending to be ill and using a walking stick when you don't need one. Having a competition where you invite loads of kids around to your factory and most of them get injured. Mate, you do not want to be the real-life Willy Wonka. Anyway, he says that the climate change could see dwindling yields of cocoa, which could mean the end of the chocolate advent calendar. And I think we need to have the conversation where we say advent calendars aren't very good. It's not enough chocolate, is it? No, because if you love chocolate, you open the little door, you have a little bit of chocolate, you're like, well, that's, well, that was all right, but now I need to go and get a Mars bar. And if you don't like chocolate you're not going to mind not having chocolate in there. If you want a little picture of a festive scene, even that seems useless these days because you could literally Google images festive scene and binge on pictures of stuff to do with Christmas. It really is the drip-drip of the advent calendar that doesn't fit the modern-day world, does it? No. Just my theory, up to you, innit? I'm just n- making notes, just looking at my notes. Did I write any terrible puns about one door closes, another one opens? Nope, no, all right, we'll leave it there. This is celebrity news, but for some reason, Larry has still got something of a cold. He doesn't sound quite right. Um, so in the papers, Bake Off star Paul Hollywood loves dunking all kinds of biscuits and croissants into his tea and coffee, but apparently upset Mary Berry. I'm not surprised. She looks she's too posh to dunk. And he makes the same point that uh, Northerners like myself, all we love a dunk. Where do you stand on the dunking situation? I will dunk most things obviously when I was young and foolish I tried to dunk a pink wafer you're an idiot to yourself you can barely lift it afterwards but and he says that hobnobs are good for dunking I think he's a fool maybe I dunk for longer than he does not that I'm showing off but you dunk a hobnob you're drinking that later right? aren't you but the thing that I disagree with here where he, he dunks the croissant I've never tried it so I shouldn't judge but those things fall to bits even when you've not dunked them This is why I don't like the croissant. If you touch it, it turns to powder. It's like moths. The croissant is the moth of the baking world. Sew that into a t-shirt and I'll wear it. Because you know what I mean? If you hit a moth, you think, where's the body? There's no body, it's just powder where a moth used to be. You hit a croissant, there's no body, there's just powder where the croissant used to be. Don't go dunking one of those, you're going to make yourself croissant soup, you fool. I know earlier on I was joking about me not knowing the result of the football, I do know. I do know. Even though I'm not massively into football, I was doing a, a stand-up gig in London on Saturday night. And so for the first act, like the audience were just made up of people who didn't care. And then Simon Brogkin was one of the acts. You know the guy who used to do the Lee Nelson character? He turned up. I think he was gutted by the result. He clearly stayed at home, watched it, turned up to do a set, and just talked about that. But while we're talking about football... Um Telly Chiefs forked out 5000 pounds to film a Qatari falconer for the World Cup promos but he turned up with pigeons. This is the best story I've read in ages. Uh, the birdman made the switch after the fee was bartered down from 2 grand sorry 20 grand. So this guy who works with falcons said it'll be 20000 pounds. They were like we'll pay you 5. You know, all right, I'll tu- yeah, all right, I'll be there for 5. And he turned up with pigeons. That is cutbacks in it. I do think this... You know, I'm heading towards the joke, the pun now, do you? The problem is, when your falconer offers you a version that's going cheap... <coughs> don't expect falcons. It is, yeah, you saw it coming a mile off. As we continue keeping you up to date with all the various uh, shortages that are happening... Where's the shortage of the... D- shortage, shortage of the, the day. day. Found it, day. found it. Day. Previously on Shortage of the Day... Eggs and chicken. This is not going well for us, is it? There's a new one. There's red alert on roasties this Christmas amid looming spud shortages. Oh, no. Not enough spuds. Some shoppers are already panic buying potatoes, which means they've gone up in price. It's 19% more in the last two months to buy spuds. A source at Sainsbury's, probably an undercover source at Sainsbury's, we've altered his voice so that you can't recognise him, said, Oh, we're seeing a lot of people stock up early, Uh, than they used to do in previous years. New potatoes are part of the problem. So apparently uh, there is a chance we might not get enough. I think this is really bad news for King Charles because we had an egg shortage, people threw eggs at him. Now we've got a potato shortage. Do you know what I mean? If there's a link, they're weightier objects. If there's a brick shortage, if I were him, I'd stay at home. We're keeping you up to date with various things. You know, we we did Strictly Watch, Shortage Watch, got that later or something. Um, Boris Watch, but we've stopped doing that now. We're also keeping you up to date with all the strikes. Do we have a jingle for the strikes? No, the person who makes the jingles, he's on strike. All right. 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 Well, uh, it's in the news that thanks to a postal strike, Christmas cards sent now might not arrive until February, thanks to the postal strikes. Millions of undelivered letters are estimated to have already piled up. This is after 115,000 staff started six-day walkouts. Um, an insider, let's pre- presume that they've had their name changed to save their identity, so that it would not be a certainty that things would be delivered. Royal Mail insists that there was no evidence to support this, but, you know, let's not get facts getting in the way of a good story. I think there's a positive in here. Because by February, we we're presuming the strikes will be gone. And also in January, Christmas cards are cheaper. So, look, you want a money saving tip. I'm getting Martin Lewis all over the place. What you do is buy Christmas cards early January, send them in January, and say, oh, did they not get there till February? Oh, that darned postal strike. And then you've made yourself a saving, haven't you? You're welcome. And that's your podcast done and dusted for another day. There is a podcast-only piece of material, too rude to broadcast. Philosophy students get more sex than other students. Well, actually, it just says, philosophy students get the most sex. And i read the rest of the story. It means in comparison to other students, not just, like, in general, out of everyone. Because clearly there's one occupation that gets more sex than anyone else. Is this too rude even for the podcast? Do you know what I mean? If you work in the... What's the nice euphemistic way of saying it? The sexual arts. Then, even that sounds like a terrible class that happens down the old adult education thing. No, if you are a sex worker, then surely you, you have more than philosophy students. I don't know. Uh, the Randy Lott sought the University of Cambridge poll and said that they had an average of 17 sexual partners while they were at university. Again... I don't I'm disappointed by the fact that chemists, which is my specialism, don't get more. Because quite often our degrees are a year longer. If you can't manage to get more across four years rather than three. But then, it's because... It's like history students have no lectures. So, of course, they have time to go up and do all the... Whee. Whereas, I oh, we doing 25 hours of labs at the end of the week. Even that sounds ruder than I intended. Uh, student newspaper Varsity also showed that veterinary students came a close second with nearly 15 lovers. And he clearly means humans but you just oh, just the mental image oh don't even say vent oh anyway so you're up to date with the news that we couldn't broadcast and the stuff that we could subscribe to wherever you found this tweet me at mr stephen allen and until the next time bye